Happy 2021, everyone. All right, starting off each episode, I like to wish everybody a happy birthday. If you were born this month, we share the same birthday month, and you know how much I love birthdays if you've been listening to this podcast. So here goes. Without further ado, today's birthdays, as I'm recording this on a Wednesday, is Chris Sable's birthday. Happy birthday, buddy. Amanda Floyd, Carol English Johnson, Sarah Austin Lieberger. Happy birthday. It's been a long time since we talked. Ron Ron Propri, Deborah Barkhurst Clawetter, Tally Ariella Schustick, Powell Subject, Joe Galliato, Scott Newmeyer. Happy birthday, dude. Uh, yesterday's birthday, Daniel Latulade, Amanda Le, La, La, Oh my gosh, M- <laughs> Amanda Lamy, Catherine Lorraine Garcia, happy birthday, Heidi Morgan, Sherry McEachin, Russ Andes, Aaron Losley, Nancy Stavola, uh, hometown friend, Nelly Ayala Guerrero, Cinzia Bershini, Jeff Cohen, Jesus Tejeda, Jeff Tisman, happy birthday, dude. Chrissy Farah, Nicoma Souza, Steve Harrington, Erica Arguides, Tony Lepron, George Coles, Peggy Rushing, Matt Feld, Gloria McCune, Susan Stripling, happy birthday. Your birthday's tomorrow. January 7th, Jen Bruno Smith, Erica Mann, happy birthday. Kathy Joran Murray, Mackie Oshiro, GJ Rafe, Julie Ascona, Eric Farewell, J.D. Mabry, Edwin Martinez, Christopher Duggan, looking good, dude, Cheryl Watson, Julio Olea, Ryan Wong, Tracy Pote, Matt Jacobson, Rosalind Bordeaux, Carl Reed, Christina Russo, Russo, Brooke Feldman-Polar, Michelle Tucker, Annie Z, happy birthday, Kate Federico, Rita Wiebner, Daniel Berry, happy birthday, dude, Alexandra Habemont, Arlene Beats, Ralph Nogel, happy birthday, dude, Jeffrey T. Medford, happy birthday, dude, Dara Javia, Roxana Burgess, Ken Sklut, Sarah K. Gamble, Carla Fountain, Jen Blomfield Penberry, Ruth Rackley. Happy birthday. Those are the birthdays for this week. Let's get on to something new every week. First episode of the year. I'm stoked. Let's go. Hey there, and welcome to Something New Every Week with your host, me, Jason Group. Each week, I'm going to give you something new every week, or snooze for short, from our friends in the community. I think you'll find these conversations super informational as well as fun to listen to. Snooze are about what's new in my guest's photography world and how they're implementing it in their business. From pitching new clients to learning about products that are selling, each guest will share what's hot in their business right now. This week's episode is sponsored by Miller's Lab. Miller's Professional Imaging is the largest professional lab organization in the United States. They provide professional prints and press products for professional photographers in all 50 states and Canada. Last podcast recording of this year, something new every week, and I am happy to close out this year with my good friend, Richard Sturdevant. Richard, say hello. Hey, hi, everybody, (laughs) and uh, thanks, Jason, for having me on, and uh, it's kind of uh, fun to have a podcast, see what you're doing, and um, just get ready for 21. (laughs) Yeah, It's it's so funny that, like, 
you know, usually you and I catch up and spend time. We don't, we don't, it's funny. We don't really talk, you know, maybe a little bit in, in, in Facebook messenger, you know, back and forth here and there, but you know, the, whenever we're conventions, we always find each other and we always wind up spending a lot of time talking to each other. And uh, it's always a great conversation with you. So we, we have not taught spoken, uh, you know, since probably WPPI last year, other than, you know, quick chats here and there. Um, I had some questions for you with one of your, with one of your templates, which is awesome um, that I use this year. But outside of that, um, I know that you've been really busy and uh, we really haven't catched up. So I, I'm looking forward to this conversation. Um, I see uh, as we're, as we're talking um, uh, before we started recording, I see that Richard is now uh, the $6 million man and is, has a robo arm. Um, so I definitely, you guys can't see it, but he's pointing a, a big brace uh, uh, holding his, looks like his bicep down to his uh, forcep. Is that the right before? Not forcep. Uh, the front, the beginning, all the way down to your hand. Uh, yeah. So let's start there. What the heck happened to your arm? Well, yeah, I'm, uh, I've been working out quite a bit this year, getting in shape, lost like 45 pounds and really, really kind of changed my whole body uh, composition and uh, still working on it. And uh, so to get to the, you know, the, the warrior story of me tearing up, you know, you'd think it'd be in the gym where I'm really tearing up some weights, but it was just simply me picking up the end of the couch to vacuum underneath. <laughs> and and uh, as soon as I picked up with my arm, I, it sounded like a shotgun. Really? And it, it popped and it rolled up into my arm. Oh. Yeah, and it hurt like crazy right you, at first. You actually heard it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It sounded like a, like a gun fired. Wow. It was like, and it was like, it was one of those instant deals when it hit, it just, you know, you, you were done and, and you just grabbed your arm and it was like, man, this, this is crazy. So I went and looked at my arm and I had this big indention. It's on Facebook on my, you can see, but it was like the, uh, the short bicep distal tendon that connects, connects to the other bicep and they, they got one tendon that goes into your humor, uh, humerus. And so they, um, they went and did x-rays and all that and um, I mean, or MRIs and stuff. And it confirmed that it was full blown rupture. And mm. uh, surprisingly though, it wasn't as painful as you might think, you know, I could press on it and it would be painful. It was more painful after surgery than before, but, um, right. but anyway, so, you know, and then I had to shoot a wedding when I, uh, I tore it here and I don't think I completely tore it here, but, when I went and did that wedding in Dallas that night, I just felt it go all the way up. So I shot the rest of the wedding that night with my with a ball right up here in my armpit of my bicep. Oh my God. And I could still. Is that, could, is that, is that the camera holding hand? Yes. Yes. Oh my God. Well, it's a trigger hand. I use it. Right. 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 So anyways, it was, it was pretty crazy. And, and, uh, you know, you, about three years ago, I couldn't form a health insurance anymore because they went up to like almost $1,500 a month. And, uh, you know, and I was still married at that time. So I still, you know, we had all the other stuff. I, could, I just couldn't afford it. And so, and I got a, I got a plan that, you know, for major medical, if I go in the hospital, so I don't go bankrupt, I got one of those, but mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it doesn't pay anything till yeah. after 2000, you know? So right. any, in any case, it was, uh, it was kind of uh, shocking because the doctor said, you know, you've got about four, 
maximum five weeks to get that fixed. That so like, well, cause see, I, I had a shoulder surgery two years ago and three of the tendons in that were severed, but I went for a whole year without it. Ooh. You know, I, it was painful. Yeah. But they said that if this bicep, that if you don't get it reattached, uh, it'll lose its uh, elasticity. Mm -hmm. And then they'll have to go in and put cadaver tissues and all that stuff in there, which is real expensive. Yeah. I got cadaver tissues in this. I got other people's tendons in my shoulder here, which is kind of weird. So, but it, (laughs) it was, uh, and then they said, okay. (laughs) Piece together. You're like, you're like something out of, uh, what's the, the, the Tim Burton movies. The, the Christmas movie, right? Where yeah. the dolls are put together, like different arms and different, <laughs> ar- different, different well, dolls and stuff like that. So here was my choice. And it's been mm-hmm. a rough year, you know. I mean, like I told you earlier, I mean, I mean I've mean, i probably lost in excess of 100 grand, you know, this uh-huh. year. Just what I normally do. So, you know, you, everything's got to be tighter, right? So, yeah. and that's what, so I was like, okay, I got to pay for this and, and and I couldn't, this one cost 32,000 oh my God. for this shoulder. And so I had a good friend who's actually a, a student of mine that I do private lessons with, the doctor, and uh, just ex- extraordinary person. And, and uh, they said, you got to get that fixed. You're going to lose, you know, partial strength in your arm. You'll never be able to, you know, you're going to walk around with this little, little skinny arm and one big arm over here for the rest of your life. <laughs> And then, it, not to mention, it's my camera arm, it's my work arm, and right, right. So I, I had to. She got, she got me a brother-in-law. They got me hooked up, and they did a cash payout. So I just paid cash for it. It was like just under eleven. I mean, between ah. ten and eleven. Four. And so I walked out of the door, and you know, I don't have any debt, and it's fixed. And now the hard part is just letting it heal. Mm-hmm. I got, I got six more weeks of this. Oh wow. And, uh, and just then after that, I'll start, you know, getting back in the gym and working it out. But it wasn't from working out. It was just from, you know, it's just. That's when always you it, when you hurt yourself, right? Lifting a couch, well, doing something stupid that you know you shouldn't be doing in the first place anyway. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's like you go to, go to the convenience store and you hit that little, one of those yellow, yellow, yellow paint straps on the on the curb that's been frozen or something. And you, when we fall down at this age, stuff breaks. Sucks getting old. <laughs> I mean, it just it just breaks, and I'm just like, okay, uh, I'm just rebuilding it, so I'm back on rebuilding stage now. And, yeah, uh, yeah, you do have to you do have to concentrate a little bit more on on staying healthy than you did when you were 25 years old. I had a tooth pulled this year from a root canal that I had done when I was 25, and now I'm paying for that, and uh, that that wasn't cheap either. And uh, nothing can make you feel old and having to have a tooth pulled because it's, it's no longer savable. So that's, that's, you know, the, you know, and, and, and you know, I went to this place cause I have to have some sort of uh, permanent put in and, um, and just talking about this makes me feel old, but I go walk into the dentist, uh, into this, 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 uh, I don't know, this place and where they do their work. And everybody in there's like a million years old. And I'm like, oh my God, I, I feel so old right now being in this place, but this is where I belong. I got to get it done. So anyway, um, I forgot to properly introduce you at the beginning of this episode. So Richard Sertivan is a, is a professional photographer. He's been um, you know, at this business for a very long time. 
based in you're in the you're now currently in the Nashville area, right? Well, about an hour and fifteen minutes south. I didn't realize. I, for some reason, I was thinking that you were more west, like out in Oklahoma. But um, I didn't realize that we were this close to each other. So that's good. I mean, to you know. probably you probably got me confused with that. You know that hack, uh, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> probably probably um yeah so um yeah based in the in the in tennessee and um you know richard also has uh sturdivant tools and uh does all kinds of well i'll put a link to his website where he sells um templates and brushes and just really cool shit um, if you're looking for anything from high school senior work to retouching stuff um, and just very, very handy tools. And this is not meant to be an endorsement of it, but, you know, I finally have gotten to use some of your tools, really easy to use with everything that I've downloaded. Um, and this is for somebody who is not the Photoshop guru that you are, um, but uh, is able to use your tools um, well, pretty I appreciate easily. That. That's what we, yes. we do so people can make it easy for them. So, yes. And, but and, it's, uh, you know, if you've ever seen Richard at, you know, I always marveled at his booths at trade shows and conventions always being very busy. He could be surrounded by like six booths that were not busy. And I would always marvel and be like, wow, Richard's booth is smoking. And now, I, now I'm starting to understand a little bit more why. I, I tell you, I love that. I love being, you know, we're, that year you uh, got me to get a booth at WPPI. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I love, and people, you know, it's, it's, that's why this virtual thing is uh, hurting, hurting us so bad is because yeah. there is a certain amount of, of uh, impulse and inspiration impulse, I would say at these conventions and stuff. And when you get to talk to the artists that you like and you like their stuff and you get to talk to them and uh, you know, and I always get the people go, you know, you're not as mean as I heard you were. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who's, who, who said you were mean. Oh, yeah. I had a rough class, I think, my first year in Texas school or something. And I got, I got pretty rough with them. And so I got a reputation. And ah. you know, I just, yeah, I had people that, you know, it was, you know how some classes are. You got people who want to try to run the class. And, and you know my personality. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, but it's because I, I I really protect my students to make sure, and that like it's, when I do a, an advanced class, it'll always be touted. I mean, noted as advanced, and uh, and so you know I I got pretty high expectations as far as you being able to navigate Photoshop. You don't have to know how to do it, but so it's uh that's fun. Well, yeah, and I think anybody who teaches Photoshop, um, retouching, you know, working layers and any of that stuff, you know, just like photography, there's six different ways to do, you know, everything. And oh. Photoshop, you know, there's a million different ways too. And, you know, you know, you'd hear the complaints about somebody, you know, doing things a certain way and, and you know, I never could understand somebody walking into a class that's, you know, somebody's teaching Photoshop and then having an opinion on how that person is teaching it. <laughs> I don't, I never really understood that. And I'm like, you're sitting in the classroom. You're not up there on stage with the microphone on. So, you know, if you don't like it, just leave, you know, that's, that's, that's your, that's your decision. But I digress. Uh, 
So this year, I don't know, you're, you're, you're a trade show junkie like I am. And um, this has been the year of no trade shows for the first time in our lives. And it's been, it's been tough. Uh, I know that we touched on it at the beginning and, you know, you said, you know, you're usually on the road quite a bit and, um, you know, you need to figure things out. Do you want to talk about that a little bit or? Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, every year you kind of got an idea of what your projections are for January, February, you know, and uh, like years ago, January was really bad month for me you know, because I was mainly senior photography, and then I started branch out doing other things. Now, uh, you know, January is really busy for me, and yeah. uh, for, and especially with commercial work. You know? So, anyways, I, I do a lot of different things. I do a lot of, I, I paint for other photographers. I do work for other photographers as well. Um, I have a skill set that is pretty vast, and mm. uh, and even though I don't get credit for my photography because my photoshop kind of overshadows it you know I mean, i'm i'm pretty solid photographer i mean i'm good with light and, and this is like recreating lighting composites i can do all that but um you know I, I i'm getting off track there no no but you know it was you know 19 was a rough year for me personally and uh-huh. uh, got divorced and you know moved on and then just you know i was trying to rebuild myself and um and I, I did something I haven't done before after that. I just, I moved out into the country and just, I wasn't planning on spending this whole year. Doing it, but <laughs> I, I just said, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to stay out here. And it's, you know, the most exciting thing in the little town I got is uh, the dollar general. Oh, I have to drive like 25 minutes to, to get to civilization. Mm-hmm. So I like it. And, um, but it was, um, it was a tough period, you know, they're dealing with a lot of depression and then you just fight through it. And the thing that got me through that was my work. Yeah. It's creating. And, uh, and so anyways, I had a great year starting off this year. Uh, the conventions were going good, blah, blah, blah. I was bringing in money. Sure. And then get that call, you know, bam, it was like, all right, there's the, not going to be a Texas school. We're shut down. This is canceled. That's canceled. And, and you start seeing all this money kind of flying out the windows, you, you know, baseball team, you know, uh, you barely get them finished up. Then you got other uh, fall sports and they're not happening. And, and now I think it's going to be a couple of years before it all this straightens out because a lot of stuff happened this year, but I was, um, I was just like, I wasn't nervous. I had, I had money put back, so I had enough money to get me through, but you know, when, once that money starts going, then you start getting nervous. Yeah. So I just turned it around and I've, I've never really had the time to do private lessons and I started doing it. I reached out to some of my groups and said, I'm gonna start doing private lessons. And, um, and on my word, it was the, it may be one of the defining moments of my life. Wow. Because I turned around and started teaching these people and, you know, and they, a lot of them come to me, they want, because of my, you know, accolades and competition and they want to come to me and get my, you know, strategies and all this stuff. We don't work on their prints, but we, you know, we teach them other stuff and they use those techniques on these prints this year, like at uh, imaging and I'm getting them 
I got more time for WPPI. I'm going to try to teach them how to compete there as well. But man, I just, they just kicked butt. I mean, I had a couple yeah. of diamonds and platinums. And I mean, I had one, one girl who started with me back last March. She was a Dallas Guild and she was so timid and scared. And, and uh, I broke her out. And, and now, now she's like wanting to go kick people's butts. She's got a, she won a artist award this year she's won uh got a couple loan images so she's on cloud nine and that's it, amazing it's been great you know and i realized that these people were growing so fast when i was teaching this year uh-huh. and i firmly believe it's because of the one-on-one really yeah because when you teach a class you're teaching to a whole class so right you're just hoping you got enough stuff that will cover everybody's needs in that class. And that's why I always try to talk to people when I do, you know, big classes like that before I go in. Hmm. But, um, I mean, it's, um, so that was the saving grace for you this year was bringing it in smaller and teaching a lot of the students that you've taught over the years. And, you know, I have to say, I would, venture to guess that from my friend list on Facebook, I would say half of my friends and and myself included somewhat probably wasted about the first half of this year once COVID hit, like March, April, May, we did very little things. And I was pretty busy with the group uh, and and my one-on-one thing. But, uh, you know, I think a lot of people just kind of got stuck into this silo of just, you know, going round and round and round. And a few people really dug in and, you know, decided I'm going to take this time to learn. And I think most of us, when it came to like June, July, it was like, oh, shit, you know, we need to, we need to do something here because I'm not doing anything. And um, it's great that I'm going for walks with my family. But at the end of the day, I need to figure out what the heck I'm going to do because things have really changed. So, you know, at that, those, those people that you've taught and, you know, have dug into competition, which I, I want to talk about that a little bit too. Um, you know, they should be very proud of themselves for, you know, really working. And, and, and you know, I'm curious what's going to happen next year when convention season starts. So let me ask you this question. Do you think, since you're so involved in competitions and you've judged over the years in so many different places, and I mean, such a such an inspirational figure in in that world. Do you think we're going to have a lot more competition next year? Like, you, we think the images are going to get like it's going to be like the next two years are going to be like, holy cow! Look at what's coming out of this. Or is it just going to be, you know, I, I'm I'm really curious. Like, you know, are have have you know? You know, in general, you know, when I was working on the WPPI competition, there was there was one or two photographers who we all knew, um, like my friend David Bastianoni in, in Italy that one year where he just, you know, he just crushed it. He just did all this personal work and it was unbelievable. Do we think that's going to be happening in 2021, 2022? That's a hard question, I know, but I'm, I've yeah. been thinking about that a lot. Um. You know, I was thinking, and I was going based off of what I was going through. Yeah. I, I, uh, I buried myself into my work. And yeah. uh, luckily, you know, I, I made back about 
I mean, that first 30 grand I lost because I started doing private lessons, I was able to make most of that back. Okay. You know, uh, but just doing adapting that, that and it Yeah. Uh, but it was one of those things that was, you know, I didn't know how rewarding it was going to be. Yeah. So it was, but I, I thought, well, this year competition, there's going to be a lot of good work. And there was, but there wasn't as much high level work as I would expect there would be since people had so much time. And I have, by talking to students, you know, I've got about 25 people that I do private lessons with. Uh, and right now, and I'm still taking more because we got a new, new session going in February, but um You know, they, uh, I'm trying to think how to put this. Will the um, work get better? Well, yeah, I would, I, I would, but it wasn't. I mean, it was just, well, I think a lot of people just took that time and wait, thought that the shutdown was going to be for a couple, maybe two months. Right. And, and right. then, like you said, in, you know, July or whatever, you're like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get something going. Right. I mean, Taylor uh, Swift wrote two albums during this time. <laughs> I, I, that's kind of my question you know is it do you think people are just rounding themselves off a little bit which i think is what i've done you know i've rounded myself off a little bit i've spent a little more time learning digging into doing composite work in photoshop which i've never really done before so i have a i have now i think more of a layman's knowledge better than i ever have I can discuss it with people, whereas before I probably couldn't. I'm a decent retoucher, but, you know, when it comes to, you know, stacking a bunch of layers and creating things and, and visualizing that, I'm still very much learning. So I rounded myself off in that sense and said, this is what I'm going to learn. You know, will it, you know, affect my competition? Probably a little bit, but, you know, that's really what I think you know, is going to happen versus that. I mean, that's my opinion. I don't think the work's going to get exponentially better where there's just going to be that, but you know, I don't know. It, I, I think maybe this, I think since WPPI moved to August, I think you'll probably see a, a, a lot more entries there being physical, mm. um, you know, imaging, the imaging did really good. I mean, or the IPC did really good with their yeah. virtually. I mean, it was, you know, you're always going to have people that grab, about something but i thought it was really yeah <laughs> and, uh, but it's uh you know they the, the, i've seen a lot of growth in my people and but as a whole i think people just have to you know everybody handles stuff a little bit differently for me example when i get really stressed or i get anxiety mm -hmm. and see i gotta know where my money's coming from mm -hmm. i don't you know, I got to know I got this coming in. I got that coming in. And uh, I just started doing the teaching, which, you know, I taught two hours at a time. And I would do basically, you know, four days a week, do three hours, three sessions a day. Wow. That's, it takes a lot out of it. Wow. But, oh, my word. You, and talking about how sharp my skills are getting. And uh, <laughs> I totally reinvented, vented, uh my wild, uh, you know, how to paint animals and uh, totally re redid it from the ground up. Like I used to paint with oils and acrylics back in the day. Um, come, I just come up with these. I really become a brush expert over this time. I always knew how to use brushes per, you know, kind of vaguely, but now I'm an expert at it. Huh. And so I've created all these really cool brushes and I can, 
I mean, I got I got people that are looking at canvases that I printed and did brush strokes over and made it look like a real oil painting that artists couldn't tell. So it's fun doing that. It's mm. like a big challenge. And uh, so I reinvented all that stuff. And then I just started painting. And I don't know if you noticed how much images I was posting, you know. Yes. I mean, I did like in about three months there, I did 92 personal images. Wow. And I'm not saying all of them were up to this level, but. Sure. Um, that's weird. It goes, <laughs> but, uh, it, it was, it was my way of dealing with the stress and mm -hmm. through that. And all of my students concur with this statement that the techniques that I'm teaching and we've been doing just have this kind of, uh, um, I don't know what word, what, what's the word for peaceful or, um, man, I tell you my brain, I have my vocabulary is very limited. <laughs> uh, calming kind of like Bob Ross. Yeah, calming. yeah. Kind of a calming. It's a release. Sure. And, uh, it's, I call it therapy session. And, yeah. uh, and most of my students, they all tell me the same thing because the way that I'm teaching the paint, it's, it's very enjoyable. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's just not pushing big pixels around and have mushy paintings and stuff like that. And so, and I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to uh, educate people at the same time about, you know, you know, how you see paintings out there and, and you don't know that it's a bad painting till you see it against a good one. <laughs> so, it's like, you know, there, yes. and so I want to, I want to make people more aware of there's different ways to paint than just mushy paintings. You know, you can do hyper realistic more and uh and so that's why I, I sit there and was just working working now during that time i mean i was fighting depression one i was alone yeah and uh you know i had to, i got me two cats keep me company and they're yeah. little home terrors i mean little toilet paper destroyers <laughs> <laughs> and in this time of covid that's not cool yeah that's not cool but yeah. um but I was fighting that, and uh, and the thing I was having a hard time with, it really hit me probably around late July, August, was the fact I had to get, I had to go somewhere, I had to do yeah. something. I mean, I was, I went to Texas, but it's time my son, and but the the fact that COVID forced me to do this because I had no choice, yeah, actually turned out to be a blessing, mm -hmm. and that's why I look at this year. You know, I mean, there's so many things like my arm. I had COVID. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I was like, I'm not going to get COVID. I don't get COVID. Oh, bull, you do. And, uh, <laughs> and well, so I'm glad you came out on the other end of that. Well, let's go I back. Got, I want to go back to the one-on-one -on -one thing because I think it's, it's really interesting because that, you know, was the thing that you pivoted to this year. And, you know, I one-on-one I, -on -one sessions – and working with a mentor one-on-one -on -one is a, is a very personal thing. And, you know, I think developing the techniques to be able to teach in that kind of situation probably took some finessing on your part um, from the beginning. But, and I, I truly believe that this is a model that we're going to look back to five or six years from now. And I'm curious, I want to follow your journey on this because um, one of the things that I found with the group and, and, you know, with the website that I put out there was that, um, it was really hard for people to pull the trigger on somebody that they knew and maybe it sat in some conventions with him. But then the feedback that I got was like, I just felt really awkward just pulling the trigger on that. And, you know, 
than being on screen with them the way you and I are right now. But I think it's, it's about that experiential thing that people are looking for that probably would not have come out of COVID um, where people are sitting at home and they want to learn something. And this is the only way they're going to learn it is because they're forced to. But I think five years from now, we're going to look back at this. And I believe that this model that you're creating is only the infancy of what you're going to do. Yes or no? I, uh, yes, I do. I, I believe it's, it, you know, it, it's, it's changed my whole outlook on yeah. everything. Right. Everything. And I realized, you know, where, do, where does my joy come from? Mm-hmm. You know, and there was a period, and I think you've you've been involved in enough with enough. You know, you're you're in an industry where you're dealing with some powerful personalities, right? <laughs> yeah, to say the least. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, and uh, and we all go through these ups and downs, and you know, big ups and downs, high highs, yeah, low lows, and uh, you know, people blow smoke up your tail end when you're first coming in, and you're blazing it, and then you start to believe your own hype and then you, you then you become a little peckerhead <laughs> so, yeah. and, uh, but you do you know that's why i look at people and they go oh they're acting they just think they're all that i said no it's just a process they're going through mm-hmm. and it's it you know it's we're exciting. all basically we're i think if we're all honest with us as creators i think there's a, a lot of us have a lot of insecurity yeah and we, need, and, we, and we need that that insecurity fed you know to yeah. be built up and I and I think this is a you know a way of doing it and yeah. uh, so it's yeah which goes to you know why it's so hard for someone to you know just pull the trigger and say all right I'm just gonna I don't really know this person I have had very little interaction with him and you know you know I, I'm just not gonna sit in front of this person pay the money uh, because I I'm, I'm insecure and so that insecurity is definitely, but I think, you know, going forward when conventions do start opening up again and we start getting out there, I think there's going to be a boom of them where people are just, I got to get out. I got to go do, but I think it's going to be paired with, you know, selling more personal ed- education on a one-on-one basis. Because if you told me a year ago that we would be spending this much time in front of, I'm talking to a camera lens right now so that you can see my eyes, right? If you told me a year ago that this is where I would be spending five to six hours a day talking to people, I'd be like, no way, right? I know, yeah. Right? And our kids and this and that, like we've been forced into this situation where, you know, we've gotten very comfortable with it. We sit down, we turn it on, we go to Zoom, we do this, we do that. And you know, we've, we've learned it and and there's a fatigue with it that we don't enjoy. We, you and I both enjoy being with each other personally, but I think that we're learning something here. And I think that, you know, we're learning that I, I think when we come out of this, as far as education is concerned, I think the, the future is going to be in, yes, there'll be this personal thing, but then we can take it offline. We can take it online from the offline and, and really change something. And, you know, do you see, so things open up come March, April, May, June, July, you know, we go to WPPI. 
will you be, do you think that you'll be adding this as part of what you do now? Or you're just like, this is pivot. I'm making some money. This is it. I'm done with this after that. No, no, I'm, um, I'm probably going to continue it on. Uh, and I've got some other people I'm, I've got in mind too, to, um, start helping and, and branch out a little bit more with it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, the, the beautiful thing about students are, um, you know, I get, I get the ones that are green and, and they come to me, even though they're maybe a little scared, insecure, but they know I can, I mean, the way I teach, it's a really a blue collar terminology. So it's like, you know, if you can follow and you can, you understand the layout of Photoshop, you may not be able to go very fast, but I can, I can teach you. And, uh, and then you, you know, when you start, um, having a consult with these people and you start talking to them and find out what they want, you know, what inspires them. And, you know, what's really, what really makes you feel good is when they send you your own work back. This is what inspires me, you know? And, uh, and, you know, and so and everybody's different, you know, we all, we all learn in different speeds, sure. different needs. And a lot of times we're just hoping when we go to a convention, and I, I know you've been to so many in your life that, you know, you're, Really, if you can just get one little nugget, it was worth it, right? Yeah, it's always one, two little nuggets that, you know, on paper makes no sense at all. Like, why should I go and do this? But all of those little nuggets over the years has helped me build the career that I've built and, you know, has sustained me, you know, and it's, it's you know, as artists, we need to, you know, keep the inspiration going. And for me, it was really about, you know, creating an atmosphere for myself where I can constantly be, you know, feeding myself with, with different things coming in so that, you know, the ideas would flow, you know, and it, it, from, from, from an artist standpoint, that's everything from marketing your business to the work that you create, to finding inspiration for competitions to, you know, all of it is just a big wheel, right? So, you know, a lot of the conferences and trade shows for me wasn't necessarily about being there. It was the travel to the struggle to get there, the checking into the hotel and meeting somebody online. Uh, you know, those dinners that you would go out to and, and all of those things, those, all of those things put together an experience, which is really hard to market when you're the guy dubbed PPI. But, you know, um, something that I that I've learned over the years and has been has been really helpful. And now I'm really, and that's why I keep, you know, I'm, I've been beating it to death. And we'll kind of end it there. But you know, to to round off education, I I think that um, this is a very viable future. To the smart people, will find a way to you know round off their live education with as something that goes online later on. And, and, you know, I, you know, based on what you're saying, that's, that's really neat. So yeah, I don't know. And, we'll uh, see. And uh, I, I felt like I can, I have, I have some longevity going in this direction because sure. I, am a good, I am a good teacher. Um, you are. And, and what was, what <laughs> was really, out there. What was really the, the amazing thing is that I felt like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Neat. It felt so, it was, you know, like when you have to pivot, sometimes it's an uncomfortable pivot. You got to do things you don't really want to. This was just, uh, this was such a natural transition that 
it, it, it's crazy. I can't even put it into words. And then, like you said, it's a very personal thing when you're doing one-on-one. Yeah. All of those people that I took on this year, they're like really close friends now. You know, they're good people. And, 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 you know, I, I just love them because, and they work hard. I got one, one, I thought I was bad about saving files, but I got one lady who saved like 97 versions of her file. <laughs> she, happened, she happened to have it in our Dropbox folder, which shut down my computer one day. And I said, okay, now there's. I have to do some homework, uh, clean up. There's CYA and then there's this like craziness, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, and you learn all that about these people. And, uh, and then I've taken on some new students uh, back in uh, Thanksgiving, and I'm starting a whole new batch uh, next week. And, uh, man, it's just interesting talking to these people. And, and here, Jason, here's the thing, and I don't want this to sound like, like, it's, like I'm trying to say it, but, you know, I've won a lot of awards. I've had a, lot of, I've had a lot of success. Um and I, and early on, I used to think, oh, if I'm going to win this award, my life will be perfect. Well, you're still, you still put your pants on the same way the next day, you know, yeah. and, and nobody from the night before cares about what you won the night then. You're only as good as your last print. That's true. And, uh, and so I started realizing over the last couple of years, where does my joy come from? Mm -hmm. The process. Mm-hmm. Working, the getting in there, figuring it out, you know, going into a blank canvas and, you know, and I got to create this and I can, there's no doubt in my mind that I can create it. And, uh, you know, it was, and to, and to see them, you know, just respond to that and, mm. you know, respond to, you know, all the, the teaching I do, uh, man, it just, it keeps you on fire. You just want to keep doing it. You want to keep doing it. And, and I, here's the thing that surprised me. I spent most of my time making sure my students were good for competition and I kind of entered mine at the last minute. Yeah. And I did okay. I mean, but here's the thing. I, w I wouldn't even really cared about it anymore. I mean, I entered because it keeps me relevant, Sure. but I've already had those, you know, getting that feeling again of being on stage, it'll be nice, but I don't need it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and, and so it made me, I get my joy from teaching and, and I think I've realized and I've, I've kind of grown, I, I guess I'm 56 years old. So I'll, <laughs> when I say You've this, finally grown up, I've finally grown up. You know, <laughs> it's, uh, I find doing the work and teaching the work and watching these other people succeed is far more uh, satisfying than winning a trophy yourself. And it was, I'm good at, I'm good at, I'm good at my art and I'm good at teaching. And I, so I just, I'm just thankful that I'm able to do it and uh, for people. And, and this year, you know, two people were, these same people, they might've, they've even said it. So uh, in so many words that, you know, I might've fallen in depression if I didn't have this, this yeah. saved my whole year, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, some people are, one lady's, you know, she's doing pet portraits out there now and without, you know, painting them and she's doing great. And so there's is, there is ways to make money during this time and you can pivot, you know, you gotta be very careful though, because 
I can't say, well, this hadn't been that bad. Well, cause it might've been real bad for the next person. You know, yeah. if you have someone that died of COVID, it's, it's really yeah. bad. But um, it's, if you look at 2020, you could walk out of this year saying, man, that's the worst year ever. But if you really look, I guarantee you, you can find just as a lot of positive things that you could pull out that you probably wouldn't, you probably would appreciate a lot more if it wasn't 2020. You know, just like me teaching, going into this private lessons and, and gaining all these relationships with these friends. And then I've, I've got a line of people waiting to get on to teach. I mean, for me to teach. So, well, I mean, so now we of, just need to figure out how to split you in half. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm a good artist. I didn't say I was a good manager. <laughs> so, but oh, Well, and, on that uh, note, on that note, I think we should, uh, I usually try and keep these around 30 minutes. So I want, I, I want to keep this conversation going, but I think, uh, I think we're going to, we're going to, uh, we could talk all day. We could uh, talk all day about this and, and, and thanks for sharing your thoughts on, on the, the one-on-one stuff. Cause it's, definitely got me curious and we'll put I, I definitely want to put some links to you know where we can find out more about that and you know where you're teaching and um you know real quick um are you teaching any anywhere as of now going doing anything this well, year? the only thing i have on the books i got a virtual in uh, in canada in march okay. and texas school physically uh, and right now that's where we're, that's where we're at. Um, Texas closed this fall, right? Or is it in the spring? No, it's in the spring in April. Okay. Um, okay. and so I missed that really bad. That was a really big letdown for me cause I was really looking forward to that. Yeah. I always, you know, I always make good money there too. Sure. But I was going to tell you, you know, um, before you go, uh, I want to tell you about this person. Uh, have you ever heard of Shannon Squire's toes? Or towels, T O W E S. How do you say that? Towels. Pose. Toes. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. That's her married name. Anyways, uh, she started with me about a year and a half ago teaching mm. private lessons. Now, this was the first time in my life I ever taught anybody that, and I'm also, you know, teaching and mentoring, and there, there's a difference. Mm-hmm. because mentoring there's a lot more involved in it but and i'll be mentoring her as long as she wants me to um but this girl killed it and she killed uh she went diamond and platinum and wppi she just entered her state i think she won every category except one, uh first second and third except for one category she only got second and third wow and, you know she's at that point where you know when you first start winning people are clapping yay and then you win too much and they're going it's only your son clapping in the room, you know. But anyways, the reason I want to tell you about it, because it's the first time in my life I've ever taught anybody uh, and mentored them that I felt like I could hand down, hand down all of my knowledge and it would all be utilized. Wow. And uh, That's I want you to be super rewarding I'll, as a teacher. I'll send you a, I'll send you a link and uh, just to check her out. But, um, man, I compare her – and I don't give compliments easy and where she's growing and some of the stuff she's wanting to do and, you know, just seeing how far her skill level has even improved. And she was already good before she came to, to give me, but um, 
I mean, she is probably, I would say, the same caliber as Jennifer Hudson when Jennifer Hudson was wow. first starting to blow it out. Okay. Okay. So that's wow. a pretty strong statement. That's a very strong statement for those of you who know Jennifer Hudson. Yes. So, and, yeah. uh, you know, and I mean, because you can't deny the talent in Jennifer Hudson. Uh, no, you cannot. So, yeah. And even though the work is different, I see her just her whole thought process and her, the way she looks at things. And it's just, I'll tell you what, I just never knew that that could be so rewarding. Sure. And so that's cool. That's cool. All All right, right. Richard. All right. So we'll we'll put lots of links to where you can find out more if you don't know Richard. And um, you know, if you do see him at a trade show or you're going to Texas school or whatever, do not be afraid to go up to this guy and say hello. He's one of, one of the best, faces in our in our community so anyway richard thank you for being on this week's one of the last episode or the first episode of the new year of something new every week thanks richard all right buddy thank you thanks again for listening to this week's episode of something new every week we hope you learned something new this week and want to once again thank our sponsor miller's lab Make sure to check out the show notes for links to all the cool stuff we've talked about. And a quick reminder, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast by hitting that subscribe now button. See you next week on Something New Every Week.